For at least 30 years, the We Hate Everything About America crowd has declared the country was founded on racism, and we're still racists. And for at least 30 years, the media and public educators have pretended the Democrats are the party of civil rights. I didn't see Republicans putting up much of a fight about being linked to racism, but that's not how I remember the 50s and the 60s. In the 50s, I went to grade schools with black kids and brown kids, and we didn't care about skin color. In the 60s, I went to a high school that was about 60% white, 40% black, and we got along just fine. I will admit I should have attended a basically all-black high school. That school was an inner-city school, and it was no place to be white. And I'll tell you, Kansas City had its neighborhoods, if you know what I mean. But as far as open hostilities, I don't recall them. I do recall watching Alabama State Troopers use fire hoses on blacks who gathered to protest segregation. And we watched Martin Luther King and others fighting against that segregation on TV. I can see the image of George Wallace standing in a school building doorway to prevent blacks from integrating that school. Like many other Southern governors and congressmen, George Wallace was a Democrat and a racist. Now that liberals are whining again about reparations to blacks for America's racist past, I decided to do some research. Well, I'm here to tell you the Democrat Party and civil rights are polar opposites. It's all a very grand delusion. You know, slavery didn't start in America. Slavery's been part of man's history from the beginning. Slavery came to America with the Europeans. Most of the European slaves came from Africa, courtesy of conquering African tribes. As more Europeans came, more and more slaves came with them. It's likely that six to seven million slaves were brought to America by the European settlers. As the world demanded more products that were grown on the plantations throughout Maryland and Virginia and Georgia, those plantations needed more slaves to harvest the products to keep up with the demand. Because slavery was almost non-existent in the North, the movement to abolish slavery started there. It actually started before the Revolutionary War. The issue of slavery came to a boiling point in the mid-1800s. I think it's time to remember that the Republican Party was created in the late 1850s to oppose the pro-slavery Democrat Party. In most Southern states, the Republican Party was formed by blacks, not whites. When Republican Abraham Lincoln became president, angry Democrats created a separate nation, the slaveholding Confederate States of America. It's time to remember that it was Republicans who drafted and then added the 13th Amendment to abolish slavery, the 14th Amendment to guarantee the right of citizenship to slaves, and the 15th Amendment to guarantee the right of vote for black males. By the end of the Civil War, Republicans dominated the House and the Senate, and the party's popularity was growing. The first seven black Americans elected to the U.S. Congress after the Civil War were all Republicans. And what were Democrats doing, doing during these years? They were forming the Ku Klux Klan to terrorize blacks and whites throughout the states into voting Democrat in the future. The KKK was America's first domestic terror group. And it worked. Democrats regained control of the US Congress in the latter part of the 1800s. During the next decade, they increased their control in the South by devising literary tests, redrawing election lines, 
changing polling locations without notice. They even created white-only primaries. So you see, Democrats wrote the book on disenfranchising the black vote. You know, I'd forgotten that President Woodrow Wilson was a Democrat and a racist. The premiere of the movie Birth of a Nation was held at the White House under his term. Liberals then and now proclaim the movie to be groundbreaking classic in spite of its theme. They love to talk about its historical impact on filmmaking, but they won't talk about the movie's theme because it was a tribute to the birth and glory of the Klan. Slightly off topic, but have you noticed the similarities between the Klan and the current DNC terror group, Antifa? Think about it. Antifa members are typically white, well-to-do, Democrat fascists who wear black ski masks instead of those famous white hoods. They use Klan tactics to assault anyone, young or old, black or white, male or female, that they declare to be a right-wing extremist. Today's Democrats ignore that Southern Democrats in Congress created the Southern Manifesto in 1956 to protest the Supreme Court's school desegregation ruling. Again, I remind you, George Wallace was a Democrat, a segregationist, and a racist. Today's Democrats ignore the real story behind the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Two-thirds of the House and Senate Democrats voted no on civil rights. William Fulbright, Bill Clinton's mentor, esteemed Senator Robert Byrd, a high-ranking member of the Klan, and even Al Gore's daddy. They were all Democrats, and they all voted no. So you see, without Republicans, Lyndon Johnson's Civil Rights Act would have failed. And let's not forget about Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood. Sanger wanted to eliminate an inferior race of people. Planned Parenthood was created to make it easier for blacks to abort all of those out-of-wedlock babies they were having. Today's Democrats say it's all about a woman's right to choose. Well, all I know is 40% of their abortions out of Planned Parenthood involve black babies. After all that research, it's a cruel joke to claim the Democrat Party has always been a champion for black people. History says that's pure bull. Democrats fought a war to keep slavery. Democrats have always preferred to keep blacks segregated from whites. Democrats have never believed people of color can make it on their own. And that goes for today as well. Every time I turn around, Democrats are promoting another entitlement for some minority group. Democrats were the Klan back in the day, and they are Antifa today. You know, if it wasn't for Candace Owens and other young blacks confronting the fake history that's been taught in schools and shows up on TV every day, I wouldn't have done this research. Beltway Republicans, both black and white, have been acting like indentured servants, and frankly, I don't understand why. Wake up, America. Realize you've been sold a pile of feces that's higher than what's on San Francisco's sidewalks. It's true, some whites were for slavery and against civil rights, and some whites still don't think blacks can make it on their own, but it's never been true that all whites were like that. History shows we should be talking about white Democrats. So next time someone starts promoting reparations, 
tell them to ask their favorite Democrat politician to write a personal check. It's time the Democrat Party was held accountable for their racism. I feel better already. And thanks for letting me get this off my chest.